Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share. Somebody say full share. Full share. Their full share of that land. Verse 25. Now turn around and don't go on toward the land where the Amalekites and the Canaanites live. Tomorrow, you must set out for the wilderness in the direction of the Red Sea. <laughs> How has your attitude been towards God's promises? I know this stuff's heavy, but it's good. It's, so good. it's good. How has our attitude been towards God's promises? Are we coming with a bad report? We can't. It's just not possible. The numbers don't add up. Are you with me? I have not enough time. I have not enough money. I have not enough resources. How many of us have said these things? Listen, I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm trying to get your mind to shift. Are you with me? We, we don't get mad when we're in second gear. We just take it and put it in the clutch, and then we stick it in the third gear. Are you with me? And then when we're done, when we read that one high enough, we, we stick in the clutch again, and we pull it down into fourth gear. Are you with me? And then all of a sudden, you know what? You might be revving it out at 75 miles an hour, and you're like, I got to go to another gear. And so you know, we're going to hit the clutch one more time, and go into fifth gear. Are you with me? See, we're just shifting. Don't get mad. I know there's a lot of screaming. That's what happens when you're in a, in the, too low of a gear. The engine screams. Have you ever heard that? It's usually there's like a 16, 17-year-old kid rolling down the street in a Honda Civic that is going, and you're like, shift, bro, shift. Just shift. You can do it. You're not supposed to hit the red line. Are you with me? I wonder how many of us in our spirit are doing the same thing and God's going, shift, bro, shift. Just shift. I know it's screaming. I know it feels like you're going a million miles an hour. You're not. It's just your engine is going a million miles an hour. It's time to shift into a different gear. It's time to go to a new place with the Lord. Are you with me? To see what he can do. His promises are real. Come on. I'll be honest with you. When I'm on my motorcycle doing the same thing, shifting, right? There's, there's those moments when I I forgot to shift. You ever had that happen? Like 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 I'm on the freeway and I'm like, I'm like, dude, this I feel like it's really like having to push hard to do this thing. Then all of a sudden I go, Oh yeah, there's one more thing. Put it in. So I click it in and all of a sudden it's like, oh that's better. That feels good. Right? So sometimes we just gotta we gotta click it in. We gotta click it in. And have a different report. It says we can. We can. Well, maybe you didn't know you had a six speed and not just a five speed. Are you with me? All of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute, I didn't even realize. God gave me another gear while I was sitting here complaining. Oh, my goodness. I, I can kick it into another gear. I can see what God can do in the middle of this stuff. Are you with me? I can choose. I can choose. Somebody say choose. This is a really important word. You, you want to know why this is such an important word, why I put it in all three of the points today? Because we have a choice. Just like his people had a choice right here. And, and God said, because of your contempt, you will not see the promise. I, I think he's not any different today. I think there's a lot of people. This is this is probably contrary to, to, to many of the, the TV preachers that you've probably seen, you know. Joel Osteen's probably not preaching this message right now, saying, like, you know, some of you are not going to accomplish the fullness of what God had for your life. I'm sure that, I, that's his, probably his next book, you know. Like, some of you won't accomplish the fullness of what God called you to. But that's the truth. That's the truth. 
You want to know why that's the truth? Because many of us will not choose to believe. Many of us will not choose to move into this thing with, with expectation that God's going to move. Many of us will not choose like Caleb. If you look, this was a whole generation of Israelites that chose not to believe. A whole generation. Besides two dudes, Joshua and Caleb. That's it. Two dudes. Just two. I mean, I, there's times where I'm wondering, like, man, is anybody going to be as crazy as me? And then I find, then I find the Twisters and they're as crazy. Then I find the Andersons and they're as crazy. Right? Then, I, then, then I find just, I mean, I could go around and name everybody in the room. There's, there's so many people just as crazy as me. It's like, you know what? We're going to believe. Oh, we don't need just an A Joshua and A Caleb. No, we've got each family sitting in this place right now that's going, we're taking French Valley for the Lord. I don't care what everybody else has to say. Tell me your excuse. I'll show you my God. Are you with me? Amen. Give me your excuses. That's what the Lord says. He's like, what did I do for you? Did I put breath in your lungs today? Did I make you born in one of the greatest nations that's ever existed? I mean, I think about where we live. There is no excuse. None. Zero excuse. Can I tell you that when I finally decided, you know what? I don't make enough money. It took me one day to go get a job. Another job. One day. That's it. Excuses everywhere. I listen to them all the time. I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. You know what? Get off your job and do something about it. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to say, like, I'm better than you or you're better than me or any of those kinds of things. Like, just be realistic. Maybe you got to kick it into another gear. Are you with me? Maybe, maybe your excuses that we're sitting in third gear will be eliminated in fourth gear. Well, I can't go that fast. That's because you're in the wrong gear. You can't go that hard. That's because you're in the wrong game. Like, how many times in history would, would things have not happened if somebody would have just gave up at a certain point? This nation wouldn't exist if people thought like that. The only reason we're allowed to think like that is because someone else didn't think like that. Isn't that crazy to think about? Somebody said, no, give me liberty or give me death. Patrick Henry said Give me liberty or give me death. Some of us are like, you know, just give me a handout. Just give, just give me, just give me some money. They're like, I'm gonna vote for the guy that gives me the money. Just give me some money. Oh, that gave you the ability to go and make things happen. He gave you a brain. He gave you, he gave you, he gave you the same 3.8 pounds of brains that he gave you. I'm not better than you. Nobody, nobody here is better than each other. If you're hearing something different, I apologize. If you're not hearing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we can. We can. We can. When I, when I sat and I knelt down and I prayed with that little boy, I, I said, God, can you take things to you? I don't care what the doctor has to say to you. God's promised you great things. Your name is Caleb. You will carry so much more. God's going to do so much for you that no one expects. And for each of us to live in a moment where we, we can either choose our excuse or we can choose to say yes then. We have a responsibility. Are you with me? We have a responsibility to say yes we can. Because God said, I know the Lord. He's not going to lead me down the road just to say I can't make it. Are you with me? Can you see in the promise of God? Close your eyes for just a moment while we're sitting here. I want you to visualize 
God gave you an imagination. Did you know that? Imagination is actually a tool. Some of us try to tell our kids not to use their imagination so much. I would say the opposite. I would say use your imagination for what it was built for. God gave us imagination so we could see things to exist before they do. That's called faith. And so I want you in your imagination right now, in this tool that God gave you, I want you to see that obstacle moving out of your way. As you're looking at, at the job issue in front of you, the financial issue in front of you, the medical issue in front of you, as you're looking at the relationship issues in front of you, I want you to look at that issue and I want you to see it through different eyes. I want you to see it through God's eyes. As you're looking at your at your circumstance sitting there right in front of you, I want you to like zoom way out. Way out, like you went way up in the sky and now you're looking at this thing and you can't even see it. It's so small. It's the, the circumstances don't look so big from up here. That's God's perspective. He starts to look at those circumstances and says, that's just a little thing. We can get over that. We can get around that. We can get under that. We can get through that. And so all of a sudden you start to trust God. See, Caleb, Caleb saw the giants. He saw, he saw the, the, the fortified walls. He saw how big those things were. And then he looked up. And he saw how big this God was. And he saw that he had, God hadn't left them yet, but he was well pleased with them. That they were going to make it, they were going to protect them, just just like they did through the Red Sea, just like they protected them from all the Egyptians, just like they did all that stuff a minute ago. They're going to do it right here. God's going to do it again. And so He's looking at you and He's saying, "Hey, you remember when you prayed and I I gave you that blessing? Remember when you asked for a job and I gave it to you? Remember when you prayed for your daughter and and, and she she responded the way that you thought she would never respond? Remember how I came through for you?" What makes you think I'm not going to do this thing? God's looking at each of our circumstances and saying, I got you. You're going to be okay. You don't have to have pride in yourself. Have pride in me. Know that I'll make it. Know that I'll make it work. Just trust me. Keep walking. Keep going. Kicking into the new gears. Anybody seen that, that, that circumstance overcome now? Come on, you can open your eyes. All of a sudden, those circumstances get so small, okay? So, so much less of a big deal. But when you're looking at them straight in the face, that giant is huge. French Valley doesn't have any established churches besides the one Catholic church down the street. Everyone else is renting a building like we do. Hard ground. Won't work. Yeah, it will. Every, every day, I pray, and I as I drive through French Valley, I look at the land and I go, is it this one, Lord? Is it this one? Is this where our church will be? Is it this one? I'm ready whenever you're ready, Lord. I tell them all the time. I pray over, I had a long pass of Ilya Street, but got all that land back there. And I'm going past Benton, and all that land back there. I'm looking at this land all over the place. I'm like, God, where's it going to be? What are you going to do? I can't wait to see it. Again. It's not even a question. Oh man, it gets hard when you're doing ministry and you're not loving people and they're not always loving, right? I'm not talking about you guys. You guys are the loving ones. But at the same time, sit with the Lord. He says, We can. We can. And he says, Justin, what's your report? Are you still good? Are you still in? That's what he's asking us. 
Are you still in? Are you still doing it? Can you still see it? I mean, I love I love taking us out of the big room and moving us in here. Because then it makes even more people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just fun to make people feel uncomfortable. Some some people think I just do that for the kids. Just just because. No, I don't. I do it on purpose. I wanted things to be more intimate. I wanted things to make more sense. So when we only have one camera instead of three, we only have we don't have a big sound thing that somebody has to set up every single time. I wanted people to connect. It's about connection. Does that make sense? There's purpose to it. There's purpose to it. We're not going backwards. We're just doing things on purpose. Amen? you got to look at your own life that same way. You might feel like things are going backwards. But no, give it purpose. Give it purpose. Start looking at it through a different lens. Amen? And see what God can do in and through it all. Alright, I'm going to finish up here. I don't know what I did that. I should know, but maybe, maybe somebody else I know. Does anybody have like a hamstring issue they need to prayer for? I'm really hoping it is and stuff going on. For your left hamstring. When I knelt down to pray for the kids, like something like that, how close it kind of hurts. I'm not really sure why. Holy Spirit, we just invite you into this place. Thank you for four awesome years. Lord, the ups and downs and everything in between that we're excited for, we're going to do in the next four years. What we're going to see you do. Excited for when you're going to bring land and give us a building and give us a place we can call home. God, I thank you. And I'm excited for the people. Lord, as we celebrate today, that we get to go out and do some baptisms. Lord, as we as we get to go out and uh, enjoy some lunch together out in the back here and play some games and hang out together. God, I'm so excited to celebrate today. And so, Father, we just give you all of the best. God, I give you this knee pain, this leg pain, whatever this thing is right now. If this is for somebody else, God, I just pray healing over their physical body. If this is a problem within myself, Lord, I just pray for that healing from over my physical body. In the Jesus. Lord, do a work like you always do. Lord, make a way like you always do. We're just that good. We're just that good. And Lord, I pray for each of us. Even as we heard this message today, this message may have beaten us up a little bit. And God, I pray that it doesn't just beat us up without purpose. I pray that we don't just leave this, leave church today feeling beat down. I pray, God, that we have a new perspective. Lord, that we would just start looking to you for our answers instead of looking to our own strength or our own sanity. God, I pray for each of us that those obstacles that even maybe as we went through that exercise, they still look big, they still look daunting. God, I pray that just as Caleb saw the giants, we saw the fortified walls that when we see the giants around us and the walls around us keeping us out keeping us from the promise of god i pray god that we look past it look past the giant look over his head look over the wall there's your god and he believes he's with you he says if you go i'll give it to you if you'll put your feet on that land i'll give it to you and so god we just receive your gifts today we receive it i receive we receive that, that, that our relationships are going to be restored. We receive that that healing is going to come over our body. We receive that, that there's going to be financial opportunities, ways that we can go and make the money we need to make God. That you'll make a way where there seems to be no way. And so God, I just pray provision over your church today. I pray provision over Livingstone's church and each of our members here. But God, I also pray over your church, all of it. Every church in this valley, every church across the world. Lord, that you would bless them with your presence. Let them know that you're there. 
that God wake us up. I pray that we're not woke, but that we're awake. God, that we wake up and see the fullness of what you want to do and stand firm on your promises here. That we can be Joshua's and Caleb's. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.